0: Do you ever wonder? Do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes to live an extraordinary life? Or is that only for people with exceptional beauty, brains, or talent? I know you are extraordinary. But when I look at me in the mirror, well, ordinary, ordinary, ordinary Ordinary is all I see. Certainly, life has to be more extraordinary and what I've experienced so far. We all feel like this sometimes, but we don't have to. If you believe that your life and everyone's life can be more connected, more inspired, more fulfilling, then you're in the right place. Welcome to this Extraordinary Life Podcast. I'm Kevin Monroe, and together we're going to discover life is extraordinary. 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 Do little things really make that big of a difference for me being extraordinary, extraordinary extraordinary is more of a choice there is something truly remarkable about that are you looking for a place where people are more interested in who you are who you are who you are put in the extra in the ordinary that's what extraordinary is all about i want to live an extraordinary life how about you Welcome to episode 13 of this Extraordinary Life podcast. I'm delighted to have you join me today, and I'll just tell you now, today's going to be a special episode. We are 90 days into this new journey of this new podcast, this new iteration of the podcast, and it's an ideal time for you and me to sit down and have a chat. So whether this is your first time joining, this may be a little different, But lean right in. Or if you're one of the regulars, if you're part of the family, get comfortable and lean in for this one-on-one conversation. It's what I would imagine us sitting together at your favorite tea house, coffee shop, or around a fire outdoors somewhere this time of year having this conversation. And I want to invite you to stick around to the very end because at the end I've got some new news and a couple of special announcements to share with you. Well, you know, if you're a regular, you know we always start with gratitude. So I want to ask, what are you grateful for? I invite you to pause a moment and reflect on that. And I love it when you share with me what you're grateful for. I think Jason Meucci was the first listener to actually respond to me. This has been well over a year ago, year and a half, maybe two years ago. And actually tell me what he was grateful for. And and we have that in many of the conversations we share. So we're releasing this episode on the week that includes Thanksgiving here in the good old USA. In one way, for us and people like us, every day is Thanksgiving in that we give thanks and we pause to be grateful. Well, I'm grateful that we have a national holiday that encourages people to pause, even if it is the only time of the year, and they only do it for a moment around a meal, and pause to be grateful or to give thanks. Well, for us, you know, we always start with gratitude. Today is no exception. And I want to read a line from an email from a client I worked with earlier this year, and this email is one I received yesterday, the day before recording this, in the last week of If you're listening to this when it releases, it was just within this last week of you hearing this, your message of approaching everything with gratitude definitely resonated with me. There are many times where I find myself starting conversations with gratitude in mind and thinking of you. You know, one of the things I've learned this year is that a lot of people associate me with gratitude. And being associated with gratitude is perhaps one of the kindest compliments I receive or that you can give. Now, something I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for inspired ideas, how they show up for me and for people like you. All of us are capable of receiving inspired ideas. So I'm grateful for inspired ideas that come my way. And I'm also grateful for growing to the place where I finally became comfortable taking imperfect action on inspired ideas. Let me say that again. I'm grateful that I take imperfect action on inspired ideas Am comfortable doing so. You know, when you pause and think about it, imperfect action is the only kind of action any of us are capable of taking, yet for some reason, Especially if you are wired to be more of a perfectionist like I am, we somehow buy into the idea that we need to have everything in our power figured out and perfect and debug all of the things that could go wrong before we ever start a new project. That is futility at its apex, the utmost version of futility is to think that you and I could do something perfect. So being a poster child for imperfect action isn't something I would have cherished several years ago, but now it is. And I hope my imperfect action and the results that come from that inspire others, inspire you to take action as well, imperfect action. So I'm grateful for inspired ideas, and imperfect action, combining those. So what I want to do now is look back over the last 90 days of this Extraordinary Life podcast and a little bit over the past 150 days of this Extraordinary Life community. This will be kind of a very high-level, quick pass-through, but it was 90 days ago, just over 90 days ago, that we released and converted what had been or rebranded what had been the Higher Purpose podcast as the This Extraordinary Life podcast. And part of that was because 60 days before then, we had launched This Extraordinary Life as a global membership community. So everything that's happened over the past 150 days and even the days leading up to them is definitely evidence of what I call the E320 principle. E320. Every day, And I mean every single day at 3.20 p.m., a subtle reminder goes off on my phone. I'll drop a screenshot into the show notes so you see this. And here is what shows up on my phone. And a couple of times this week, I've been in calls at 3.20, Zoom calls. And all of a sudden, I look down and I just see this. It just glares on my phone. It doesn't make a sound. But it's one of those things. When I glance at it at 320 or whenever it is after 320, it recenters me. And if you know me, you know there are about 38 other alarms that go off over the course of a day that just keep me centered. Now, don't ever make a sound. I don't look at all of them every single day. Well, I do to clear them. But almost all of them, I pause for a micro moment and re-center to that. So E320, God is able to do exceeding abundantly and immeasurably more than I can ask, think, or imagine. Now, why it's E320 in my mind, just in case you're wondering, what in the world is he talking about E320? That comes, it's a verse from the Bible. It is Ephesians 3.20. So that's why it goes off every day at 3.20 p.m. on my phone and why I call it the E320 principle. Well, these last 90 days of the podcast And the 150 days of this extraordinary life as a community have certainly been way more, far better than I could have asked, thought, or imagined in advance ahead of myself. So let me pause a moment, slow down, and retrace some steps and connect some dots. You know, it was in May of this year that we began to really conceive taking this extraordinary life in a new new direction. Why did we do that? Well, one of the reasons was 2020 extended us an invitation, extended me an invitation. Me, like many of you, you know, life has been turned upside down by the events of 2020, and a lot of my business was changing. A lot of my business was event-driven with clients, and some of those clients were able to take things online. Other clients are still trying to figure that out. So, several events evaporated. And then it was just looking at the opportunity. And as we embarked on this new direction and project, it was at the same time that uncertainty began to skyrocket around the world. If you think back to May, June, July, as the uncertainty increased, along with it, there was instability and even hostility in parts of the world. And many people, many people were and are looking for a safe place and a sane space, a solace from all of this. And that's what we were looking for. And it's what we sought to create. So I want to touch on some themes. These were themes that unfolded to us. Themes that have been in the works, things I've thought about for years, but really didn't have a plan to say, oh, month one, we're going to talk about this. Month two, we're going to go into this. These were things that unfolded as we went on this journey. So let me talk about a few of these, because this is serendipity. This is serendipity on steroids, if you will. If you're wondering what serendipity is, if that's a word you hear, but you wonder what really is serendipity, the definition defines it as the fact of finding interesting or valuable things by chance. I would actually suggest providence, from my worldview, is probably a better word. I have friends that used to call them divine appointments. I have a new friend that calls them productive accidents. Whatever it is, it's just when you put yourself out there in the world and all of a sudden ideas, opportunities, people cross your path, that's serendipity. So I've seen a lot of serendipity in the the last several years of my life, but amplified in 2020. So here were some themes that we've unpacked on the podcast and that we've unpacked in the community. A lot of this really amplified when we started talking and exploring belonging. What does it really mean to create a space where people belong and what happens when and where you and I belong? Well, here's what I believe. When and where we belong, we become more of our most true Self, our most authentic, our truest selves. So there's this idea of belonging, becoming, believing, and those are all intricately interconnected. And those are themes we've explored on episodes of the podcast just last week. Paul Howry joined me for a conversation on belonging. I'd had earlier conversations on belonging and becoming with Nilla for Merchant and also Gina Bianchini. If you want to unpack, revisit any of those, And then this week, just Monday of the week I'm recording this. So for the record, I'm recording this on Wednesday, the 18th of November, 2020, Monday of this week. So in This Extraordinary Life, there are two gatherings that bookend our week. Monday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern time, we have what we call a huddle. And this is a time where we gather and explore ideas and kind of set the intention, the aspiration our sights on who we want to be, how we want to show up, and what we want to do in the world this week. And then on Fridays, 12 noon, we have a hangout. Hangout is looking back and celebrating, reflecting on the week, celebrating what went well, and sometimes recalibrating those events that didn't unfold the way you had hoped they would earlier in the week. So just Monday, November 16th, we were gathered for our weekly huddle. And there were three words that were in my mind that I introduced. We've heard the phrase so many times, you are enough or I am enough. Well, we had this fascinating conversation and we will have more conversations exploring, unpacking this. What does it really mean to be enough? And when you are enough, what's different about you and the way you show up? in life, the way you show up at work, and what's different about your work when you believe you are enough? And that's a powerful question, whether you are the business owner, the business leader, or an employee. What's different about my work when I believe I am enough? So another big idea that continues to unfold for me, I've been talking about this for a number of years, but There's two words, better together, better together. Well, some people may ask, what's better together? And the classic better together is the old Reese's commercial, peanut butter and chocolate, better together. The coincidental crash around the corner where one guy was carrying the jar of peanut butter, the other other person was carrying a bar of chocolate. They meet and the chocolate gets in the peanut butter and the peanut butter gets on the chocolate. And all of a sudden they go like, oh my gosh, this is better together. I don't know if they actually use the phrase better together, but at this point in life, I believe just about everything is better together. I'll talk more about that in a moment. One more theme that has really unfolded for me specifically, this is one speaking of steroids, taken up several notches is this whole idea of intentions. You know, uh, I had a conversation in this series with Lauren Beller where we were unpacking the idea of intentional living. What does it mean to actually live with daily intention? And that is something I do. So one of my intentions, my big intention for 2020 is to live each day flourishing now, to flourish now, to live in abundance, to not just get by, not just survive, but to flourish. So last week, which will be From the day of recording two weeks ago, from the release date, if you're listening to this around release date, this was two weeks ago in my life. I started writing out daily intentions in a notebook, opening it up and just listing a few, not a long list, somewhere usually between three and maybe four or five intentions, and just kind of set my mind, set my heart for this day. What are the intentions I want to live into? These are both ways of being and modes of doing or things I'm doing. Oh my, wow, this is, right now, it is a heart-expanding and a mind-blowing journey and experience with just two events that happened yesterday. One of these you'll hear more of in the podcast, but let me share one of these. Yesterday morning, it was about the time right now the same time I'm recording, my phone rang yesterday, and it was a client that I had worked with through the course of this year, and they were just sharing some information with me and an announcement, a decision they had made in their business. And as I had this conversation, I realized the decision they made was a big, bold, brave decision. Now, the intention that I had written Right before this, shortly before this, in the hour before this, I had written this intention. Yeah, I'll actually share this. This isn't to impress you. It's just to share. Be transparent. I had written this intention. I want to shine brightly and brilliantly. You've heard me quote Leonard Cohen before. Leonard Cohen says, I love the cracks. The cracks are what let the light in. I actually believe differently a little bit on that. I believe there's light within all of us. The cracks, our brokenness is what lets the light out shine through us. So I wanted to shine brightly, brilliantly. And this client called me and was telling me about this decision. And this was a big, brave, bold, audacious decision they had made in a tough year. And the decision was to walk away from a piece of business. And this business was a project they had wrestled with. But the project was a conflict of values. And when I started working with this organization, there were two things about this organization that drew me to them. When they, I'd never heard of the organization before. They contact me out of the blue. I go to their website to check them out, and I see they are committed to purpose, and they were clear about their purpose, and they were clear about their values. Well, they had taken on a project that wasn't aligned with their values. They didn't realize that at the beginning, but it wasn't. And when I started working with them earlier in the year, I just posed the question, well, is it okay? What would happen if the result of working with me was that you walked away from this project? Well, we had concluded the project and they hadn't walked away. I thought, oh, okay, whatever. Three months later, it was happening. And they were calling just to tell me that, to thank me for the support I gave them. And in that moment, I was inspired. I said, hey, I'd never talked to their CEO. I said, will you share with me the CEO's email address? I want to send a message to your team and to applaud you for making a bold, brave decision in a really tough time. Because right now there's so many people that would not walk away from money on the table, would not leave money on the table, would not walk away from a project because it is, it's money on the table. And I started to write this email and all of a sudden there was just this inspired idea talking about imperfect action was Don't send an email. This is really hard to communicate in an email. Record a video, send a video. So I recorded a video, sent a video. Now, this is the first time I've ever interacted with the CEO, but I just put it out there because it was an inspired idea. Oh, an hour and a half, two hours later, the CEO responds and tells me how grateful they were. It had been an incredibly difficult decision, and this was affirmation to them. It was just this moment of connection. And they actually said it brought tears to their eyes. And I was like, wow. And in that moment, I realized that intention of shining brightly and brilliantly came through in that video. So there's just one of those ideas, one way that intention actually directs how we show up, how we approach things. I'm kind of reflecting on some themes from This Extraordinary Life, This Extraordinary Life podcast. Hey, if any of this is resonating with you and you're like, wow. I am so interested in a place like that, a space like that. You have my personal invitation to check us out. Go to this extraordinary.life. Yeah, I know. It is a different domain, but it is this extraordinary.life life. That's the domain. So there's some new endeavors that I want to share with you briefly in this conversation today. We're launching new endeavors under this Extraordinary Life banner. We're launching one of them right now. We've already launched it. And we'll officially kick off this cohort in less than two weeks, a week after you hear this recording. So we're in this process now, but we're launching Extraordinary Business Incubator. This is a community for people looking to launch something new into the world or lift something existing to new heights to Greater Orbit. It's this idea that when you have the vision, the intention of doing business differently, what we call extraordinary, being an extraordinary entrepreneur, doing business in extraordinary fashion, you approach it differently. And so we're launching our first cohort. It is a community approach to building, growing, strengthening a business. If this is something that resonates with you, then I invite you to reach out to me. I'll give you the number now. I'll give it to you again at the end. It's plus one, four, zero, four, seven, one, three, zero, seven, one, three. That's plus one, four, zero, four, seven, one, three, zero, seven, one, three. So we've started something exciting about this. We've already brought in. Some of our first members. We have openings for a couple of more if you're interested. There may be opportunity when this releases, maybe it's full, but we'll be doing another cohort soon. The second new thing we are launching is extraordinary communities. This is a community for people who want to create or host their own community online, in person, or hybrids, where the people you lead and serve. Find an extraordinary space. You don't have to use the word extraordinary. That's the word we use. But an extraordinary space for belonging, believing, becoming. Well, if that's something you want to do in some domain, we're creating a space and a community just for you. Again, connect with me. And then coming in 2021, a couple of new things. I'll go ahead and just plant those seeds here. Extraordinary work. For people who want to work in an extraordinary fashion and experience work in extraordinary ways and extraordinary wellness. We believe 2021 will be a year where so many people are leaning in and living towards looking for extraordinary wellness. So, those are some of the new endeavors we are adding and expanding to this extraordinary life. Now, that was coming attractions. Now, let's get into the special announcement. And this goes back. Two intentions. This was the other intention that I expressed yesterday morning. And within eight hours of expressing this intention, something was taking place and bringing clarity into my life. It was one of those, what my father would have called an out of the blue moment. It really wasn't out of the blue, it has that impression. So here's that out of the blue moment from yesterday. In recent weeks, I felt something was off. Something was amiss. I couldn't put my finger on it. Now, you know I love podcasting and I have loved this journey that where we've launched into this extraordinary life with this podcast. Yet in all of that, there was something amiss, something off. So yesterday morning, very early in the morning, like between the five and six hour, I remember writing this down. I surrendered this podcast and my control over it. I was fighting a feeling that something wasn't quite right, and that needed to change, and it needed to change now. So I go throughout the day, and I'm still pondering this. I'm not quite sure what to do with this, but I know that something needs to change. I've set this intention that I am going to have a breakthrough regarding the podcast And I'd really love to have that breakthrough today. I mean, that was kind of, there was just that much angst and anxiety around it. Then, out of the blue yesterday afternoon, or maybe late morning, Megan, our podcast producer, emailed me. And in this conversation, we start on email. She says, we both recognize we're long overdue for a strategy call. It's been weeks without one. So we said, let's get one on the books. And then something happened that never happens. She asked, do you happen to be available this afternoon? I've got a window of time open. And I'm like, yeah, I have a window of time open. Usually it's a week out, three or four days out. Out of the blue, we were able to sink. So we get into this conversation and we're just reflecting on this, sharing gratitudes for what has happened, the good things that have happened over the past three months. And then there was this point where I just said, I had to say, Megan, I have some angst. There's something I'm feeling. And I heard this phrase cross my mind this morning, and I'm just going to say it and see what happens. The phrase was holiday hiatus. And the moment I said it, she said, I was thinking the same thing. Now, I haven't taken a holiday hiatus in four years of doing this podcast. We've always plowed through the holiday season, had new episodes. Now is the time for a holiday hiatus. Now, Let me talk about what's going to happen in this, during this. And part of this is the holiday hiatus. That may be a newsflash, but the other newsflash, I hope you realize this, is our world has changed. The genie is out of the bottle, and there's no way to get the genie back in. I've had a lot of conversations with people talking about how life has changed. They're listening to podcasts even changed. So I am taking a break to explore ideas and innovations of what we want to do next with this podcast. And one of those ideas that I want to explore and an innovation, honestly, there's an admission here that's coming. Part of my angst is as we launched into this new model, there's a lot more work. And you know what? Quite honestly, I've been trying to do most, if not all of that by myself including things I'm not gifted to do, and you know what that happens. It drains us. It drains me of energy. It brings this angst and anxiety. So I realized one of the things that I'm looking for in this innovation period is who's people, people to help, people who believe in the podcast, people who would love to be a part of the podcast. I've never extended an invitation or given an opportunity to be involved other than being a guest. I've tried to be Superman and do it all. Now, I've got a great production team. And once I finish recording, I box it off, send it. They do everything else. But so much of the pre-production I've taken on by myself. And as we've added elements to the show to make for a better show, it's added complexity. And I've tried to shoulder all of that. And it's simply not sustainable. So, We're going to innovate. We're going to do things different. One of the things we may do is come back with a seasonal approach and release a batch of episodes thematically based all at once, you know, topically based all at once. If this speaks to you and you want to be part of this or explore being part of this, then I invite you to reach out to speak with me, even if we've never spoken before. Call me. Contact me somehow. So as we go into this holiday hiatus, I want to ask for your help with three specific things. That was kind of a general thing. Specifically, I'm going to explore ways to innovate what we do here on future episodes. I just mentioned we'll probably take this seasonal orientation rather than releasing weekly episodes. So when Megan and I were together, we began heartstorming ideas and topics to address with some of these upcoming seasons. And themes for some of these, and you've probably already heard some of the themes we would explore, like enoughness. Wouldn't that be a fun thing to unpack? So request one, if you have ideas for topics related to extraordinary life, work, business, wellness, family, health, reach out to me. You'll hear the details in just a couple of moments. Request number two, if you have ideas and want to explore financially underwriting or sponsoring, partnering for an upcoming series, contact me as soon as possible. I'd love to have that conversation with you. Or if you know someone who you think I should be talking to about a partnership or an underwriting project, I'd love to have that. Please make that introduction. And here's my final request. During the hiatus, I'm going to go on a podcast guesting binge and I want to be on as many podcasts as I can over the next 90 days. And that leads to request number three. It's a two-part request because I invite and need your help to make this happen. If you host a podcast and would like to have me join you as a guest on your podcast, contact me If you have another favorite podcast. Yeah, I'm assuming this is one of your favorite podcasts. It may not be, but if you have a favorite podcast that you listen to and you would love to hear me interact as a guest on that podcast, send that information my way. If you can make the introduction, that's awesome. If not, just send me the name of the podcast and the host. I'll do my best to Get in touch with them and share with them that listeners of your podcast have expressed an interest in me being with you as a guest. If you want to reach out and contact me on any of those, hopefully you know how to do that. You can reach me by email, kevin at thisextraordinary.life, or you can call, text, what's at me at plus one four zero four seven. 130713. I think you can tell during this hiatus, I'm not just going to be on holiday. I'm going to be busy. We're going to be reimagining what this podcast can be in 2021 and how it can be of better service to you. So let's put a bow on this episode. I want to communicate my sincerest gratitude to you for listening and being part of this. Extraordinary life family. My hope is that you do something today that allows you to explore, experience, and embrace this extraordinary life. And as you do, I want to remind you that you inspire and invite others to do the same. Thanks for joining today. Until we connect again in 2021, here, you know how to reach out to me. Keep shining your light in showing the way for others to be extraordinary. I'm so grateful for you and our time together today.